29 Sivan, Chavtes Sivan, Tzadik, his praise, 414. Somebody once asked the Rebbe a question about the statement in the Shulchan Aruch that when a person mentions God's name in the course of his prayers, he should have in mind the meaning of the name as it is read, Adonai, that God is the Lord, Adon, of all, and the meaning of the name as it is written, Havaya, that he was, is, and will be eternally. The Rebbe said to him, Isn't the literal meaning enough for you, Adonai, God? By concentrating on the simple meaning alone, your hands and legs and all 248 limbs and 365 sinews are bound to tremble. I heard the Rebbe make a similar point on another occasion. This was in Uman, when he was staying in the house of Nachman Nasan. One night, after his evening meal, I was left alone with him. After finishing the blessing after meals, the Rebbe sat in silence. Then he said in a tone of awe and fear, G-G-God! When he started to say the name of God, he was shaking and trembling so much that he could only say half of the word. But then the whole word God came from his holy lips with tremendous awe and fear, like an arrow sent by a mighty warrior. His simple intention was to demonstrate the degree of awe which the very name of God should command, we should quake and tremble in fear of his name, for he fills the whole world and stands over us at all times. It is impossible to express this adequately in writing, but those who understand and seek the truth will be able to draw out the implications for themselves and strengthen themselves with the simple faith and belief that the whole earth is full of God's glory, see Isaiah 6.3, and that God is with us at all times. Think carefully about what I have written here until you are filled with awe and fear of God. 4.15 It is explained in the Kutei Mohoran 1.21 that the solution to the paradox of free will and knowledge comes into the category of the encompassing wisdom which man can only enter in the future. The Rebbe once said he already had the right answer to this paradox and that the answer was completely clear for it was never his way to say anything that left grounds for uncertainty. Everything he said was clear and white as a sheet. He had already written the solution down, but the manuscript had been lost, and now he had forgotten what he had written. This was always his way. Any original ideas he developed he would subsequently ignore completely, paying no further attention to them. All he ever wanted was something new. I once heard him say that one thing which is impossible to understand is how free will is contained within knowledge itself. Wisdom, his wisdom, 176. Before his pilgrimage to the Holy Land, the Rebbe said, I cannot sleep. Before I fall asleep, all 600,000 letters of the Torah come and stand before me. 177. The Rebbe once encouraged one of his followers to be happy. He said, You should rejoice in God. Even if you don't realize God's greatness, you can rely on me for I know his greatness. The Rebbe then quoted the verse, For I know that God is great, Psalms 135.5. See his wisdom, number one. He said, You should also rejoice in me that you are worthy of having a Rebbe like me. The Rebbe encouraged another of his followers to make himself happy even in his everyday affairs. He said, This is certainly the way. First, make yourself happy with matters of this world. Do this to the best of your ability and you will eventually be worthy of true joy. 178. Late one afternoon, just before the Mincha prayer, I was standing before the Rebbe. 
He was looking out of the window with a look of deep longing in his eyes. He began speaking to me of how quickly the day passes and is gone. He said, Vas ichab tzutan in the mailam. What do I have to do in this world? But behold, the day passes and is soon gone. The Rebbe meant that what he had to do was beyond measure. Book. A righteous person. A. 8. A person who teaches Torah to an unsuitable student is called wicked. 9. The manner in which the sages speak brings prosperity and healing. A person should therefore learn to speak as they did. 10. When a person teaches Torah to others, the Torah is revealed to him with minimum effort. 11. It is common for a tzaddik to complain when one of his disciples draws closer to another tzaddik in order to gain, gain prestige. 12. When drawing closer to tzaddikim requires overcoming difficulties, it is all the more beneficial for serving the Creator. 13. There are times when heaven shows the tzaddik something that is only imaginary. 14. Doing a favor for someone who is unaware of it is like throwing a stone at Mercury, a form of idol worship. 15. Each person should practice the Torah as it was taught to him by his teacher. Lesson number 226. 1. There exist songs of lament and depression that derive from the other side, and it is the way of people to be drawn after these melodies. When people sing these melodies on Shabbat, however, they thereby elevate them. Lesson number 227. 1. When a person passes by those who are reaping a field and says to them, May God help, twice, this causes a spiritual elevation for the wicked that are reincarnated in those grasses. Lesson number 228. 1. When the Holy One, blessed be He, looks at a soul and sees that it is capable of bringing people to repentance and of making converts, then He Himself, so to speak, endeavors and sees to it that there should be opposition to that soul. Lesson number 229. 1. There are certain kinds of wood which, when they are made into beds, are efficacious for the conceiving and rearing of children, while other kinds exert a deleterious effect. Lesson number 230. 1. A person who has eyes to see is able to see and to recognize on the face of a student who his Rav is, provided that he has seen the Rav at least once. Lesson number 231. 1. At the time that a person says, and the host of heaven bows down to you, Pesuka de Zimra, morning prayers. It is appropriate to pray for anything he needs. This is because at that time, the entire host of heaven comes to bow down and to give praise and thanksgiving to God. Therefore, it is good for a person at that time to ask God to command his host to channel down to him whatever he needs. For instance, if he needs healing, he should intend, as he says these words, that God should command his hosts to channel the powers needed for his healing into his bread and water. The same applies for anything else that he needs. See the Kutei Moharan 2, lesson number 1. Stories. The Seven Beggars, the Second Day. On the second of the seven days of celebration, the couple began to remember the second beggar, the deaf one, who had sustained them and given them bread. They wept and yearned, How can we bring here the deaf beggar who sustained us? While they were yearning for him, he suddenly appeared and said, here I am. He fell on them and kissed them. He then said to them, Now I will give you a gift that you should be like me. You should live a good life like mine. I originally gave this 
to you as a blessing, but now, as your wedding present, I am giving you this as an unrestricted gift. You think that I am deaf. I am not deaf at all. But the whole world does not amount to anything to me that I should listen to its shortcomings. All sounds come from deficiencies. Since everyone cries out because of what he's lacking, even all the joys of the world are the result of lacks, since it is only because one has a lack that one rejoices when this lack is filled. But the entire world does not amount to anything for me that I should allow its deficiencies to enter my ears. I have a good life where nothing is lacking. I have the word of the land of wealth that I live the good life. His good life was that he had bread to eat and water to drink. Rubnasan's Letters, Year 1, Letter Number 175 Even though I wrote earlier that you should not expect to see miracles on demand, the truth is that I see amazing miracles practically every day. For it is not a simple thing that by God's loving kindness we, and especially I, have escaped them thus far. If our mouths were filled with song, so similarly I trust God that He will always rescue us from them, and that our enemies will not overcome us. Without a doubt, God will perform miracles in heaven and on earth in order to subdue our enemies and rescue us from their hands. Not for our sakes will He do it, but for the sake of the one who is working to plant the vineyard of the house of Israel, to bring fulfillment of the Torah into the world. My meaning in what I wrote above was not to force the issue. One with faith does not rush, but no matter what, he will surely save me and anyone who will stay with us to hail on the Rebbe's name. He will surely rescue us all. Our enemies will not celebrate over us, but rather, they who gloat over us will don humiliation and shame. Lovers of our righteousness will exultantly rejoice. I have said enough for those who desire truth. The words of your true friend forever. Nussin's Letters, Year 2. Letter number 430. It is explained there that the more a person tries to push these thoughts away, the more they strengthen themselves. But he must simply mentally not look over his shoulder and not look at them at all. Even if they are raging furiously, he must not fear them in the least. And if they nonetheless keep on surrounding him, what can he do? The Torah exempts cases of duress. Yesterday someone else came to me and lamented to me that his wife has been sick for three years now, God spare us. There are many such cases. The truth is that your suffering is not insignificant. And when you feel pain, so do I. We certainly do need a great deal of prayer and supplication to God, both on your part and mine. But it is crucial to do what the Rebbe of Blessed Memory instructed us, to designate an hour to express oneself before God and to tell Him everything in one's heart. If you are unable to speak, what can you do? Most of the time, God will help a person to express himself later on that day or the next day. But in any case, a person must fortify himself determinedly to be happy the rest of the day and to spend it in a little prayer and Torah study and in taking care of his business. Thank God you have a number of matters to tend to and you can really pass the day in Torah and worldly matters and exerting himself in both of them makes a person forget sin. Avot, two, two. The main thing is not to look back at all, not to look over your shoulder, and not to be overly affected by the pain. For you have no idea what is taking place in the world to the righteous, the middling, and the evildoers in every generation, with every person, every single day. Everyone needs the possessors of wheat, Brachot 64a, that is, the truly compassionate leader. Ashrenu, how fortunate we are 
that we know about him and do not oppose him. We even work to follow his pathways, and we gather together on Rosh Hashanah. God is my hope that you too will be counted among us during the coming holy days of Rosh Hashanah. So may it be every year of your life. This is our comfort and our destitution. I had wanted to say more, but it is difficult and uncomfortable for me to write because of the pain in my ribs. God has already helped me tremendously, but the little pain that has not yet disappeared makes it very hard to write. Out of my love for you, though, I pushed myself to write these words, and God willing, I will write you more from Uman with his kindness and compassion. Salvation is in God's hands. May everything quickly be rectified and turned to the good. Everything is for the purpose of spiritual rectification, and a person must pass through all these kinds of places in order to be purified. This whole subject contains many hidden matters, but the most important thing is that a person should have a strong pillar to hold on to. How fortunate we are to have a firm foundation such as this tzaddik, the foundation of the world. He will certainly rectify us in this world and the next. The words of your father, waiting for salvation. Shemot HaTzadikim, Rabbi Simcha of Uman, Rabbi Natan of Dmitrievka, Rabbi Natan of Yerushalayim, Rabbi Israel of Kardan, Rabbi Israel Cohen, Rabbi Yaakov Yosef of Yerushalayim, Rabbi Chaim of Kublitch, Rabbi Aaron of Kublitch, Rabbi Shlomo of Lublin, Rabbi Shlomo Gavriel, Rabbi Yitzchak Gershon Akoin, Rabbi Avram Yitzchak Akoin, Rabbi Shimshon Barsky, grandson of Rabbi Nuzal, Rabbi Matityahu ben Rabbi Nacham Hakoin, Rabbi Baruch, son-in-law of Rabbi Getzizal, Rabbi Yaakov ben Rabbi Zev, Rabbi Leiv Tzertner, Rabbi Nachman ben Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak ben Rabbi Natan, grandson of Moranat, Rabbi Moshe Glidman, Rabbi Nachman ben Rabbi Shachna, grandson of Moranat, Rabbi Mordechai ben Toviozal of Babrinitz, Rabbi Yitzchak Isaac ben Rabbi Natanel, Rabbi Dov ben Rabbi Yeshaya HaKohen Lindvasser, Rabbi Benjamin Farber of Breditchev, Rabbi Baruch ben Rabbi David of Breditchev, Rabbi Aaron Leib Ziegelman, Rabbi Yitzchak Breiter, Rabbi Shlomo Wexler, Rabbi Ephraim Krakowski, Rabbi Israel David of Tzuzmer, Harav Rabbi Mordechai Moritzedek of Sokolov, Rabbi Pinchaso of Pshedburz, Rabbi Yitzchak Krakowski of Liadz, Rabbi Avram ben Rabbi Neftali Hertz Sofer. Reb Prayers 2, Prayer Number 8 In your vast compassion, send us the true tzaddik, the hero and man of great might who possesses the zealousness of Hashem of hosts. May he pray before you on the level of judgment, with great power and holy might, and execute justice before you, as Pinchas did when he acted zealously regarding the act of Zimri. As the verse states, Pinchas stood and executed judgment, and the plague came to an end. In the merit and power of the prayer of the tzaddik, the master of power, help us subdue, break, and nullify the lust for sexual impropriety in ourselves and in your entire nation, the house of Israel, from now and forever. In your powerful mercy and great love, forgive your nation of Israel. Give power and might to the prayer of the tzaddik, the master of power, so that his prayer will be on the level of judgment confronting the side of evil and the husk in its very throat. Then the side of evil and the husk will be compelled to disgorge and expel from within itself and its belly all of the holiness that it had swallowed. It will be forced to swiftly, quickly, and speedily disgorge and expel from within itself and its belly all of the awareness, pleadings, prayers, and various sparks of holiness that it had swallowed 
as a result of our many transgressions and offenses, in particular those that blemish the covenant. May the verse quickly be realized. Although it has swallowed wealth, it will vomit it up. God will cast the wealth out of its belly. May the side of evil and the husk be forced to disgorge a great deal at every moment, until it literally disgorges and expels the essence of its life force from within itself and its belly. As the verse states, Hashem will send the staff of your might from Zion. You will rule in the midst of your enemies. Then may many genuine converts become Jewish, so that your nation of Israel will grow. The power of God's sovereignty. May all of the nations of the world recognize the power of your sovereignty. May they all know that you are He, Hashem, alone, supernal over all the earth. May your honor expand. May it be sanctified, elevated, and raised over all people. And may all creatures of flesh and blood call out in your name. May all creatures that have a soul, the spirit of life in their nostrils, grant honor and glory to your name, so that the honor of Hashem will fill the entire earth. May your godliness and lordliness be preeminent and universally revealed. May the name of your glory bring about a great commotion and fanfare among all people, so that even those who are distant will hear and come and recognize the power of your sovereignty. Master of the world, perfect in knowledge, perform wonders with us in your world, which you created for your honor. Reveal the honor of your sovereignty to us quickly. Appear and be exalted over us in the sight of all living creatures. Bring together our dispersed people from among the nations and gather our scattered from the ends of the earth. May the voice that proclaims your godliness soon be heard in the entire world with a sound of great commotion like the sound of thunder. God thunders wondrously. He performs great things beyond inquiry. Who has gazed upon your great mighty thunder? May the verse soon be realized. A tribute to Hashem, families of the nations. A tribute to Hashem, honor and might. The voice of Hashem is upon the waters. The God of glory has thundered. Hashem is upon the many waters. The earth will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem like water covers the sea. Master of the world, you crumbled the sea with your might. You broke the heads of the serpents upon the waters. Do not deliver the life of your turtle dove to the troops. Do not forget forever the life of your impoverished ones. We seek God's compassion. Help us and have compassion on us and on your entire nation, the Jewish people. Arouse the compassion of the true tzaddik, a faithful agent to those who have sent him. May he fight the wars of Hashem on our behalf and extricate us from the teeth of the side of evil and the husks. In his great power and might, may he extract from the side of evil all of the holiness, all of the prayers, all of the compassion and awareness, and all of the holy sparks that it swallowed due to our many sins, in particular those that blemished the covenant. Please, Hashem, have compassion on us. Have pity and mercy on our few days carved out in this world, fleeting as a passing shadow, a dissipating cloud, and a blowing breeze. In your vast compassion, help us and save us in the merit and power of the true tzaddikim, the masters of great power and strength. With them, may we emerge from pollution to purity, from darkness to light, from servitude to redemption, from sadness to joy, from mourning to celebration. Have pity and mercy on our nefesh, ruach, and neshama. Have pity and mercy on us and our children and infants, for there is no suffering in the world 
like the suffering of the rebuked soul that is far from its Father in Heaven. The intensity of that suffering is impossible to measure, explain, or communicate, neither with the mouth, nor in writing, neither in thought, nor by illusion. For the suffering of the soul is greater than all sufferings and torments in the world. It is possible to squander and lose true, eternal, everlasting life, heaven forbid, as a result of meaningless, delusory acts of this impermanent, decaying world, which quickly flits and flickers by like the shadow of a bird in flight. We have already squandered and lost so much. Please save us from now on, our Father in heaven. Please redeem us, strong Redeemer. Please restore us. Please rescue us, our Rescuer. Our only reliance and hope is in you and in your children, the true tzaddikim who are incorporated into you. Without you, we have no king, redeemer, savior, deliverer, rescuer, or sustainer who responds and has compassion at every time of trouble and pressure. We have no king, helper, or supporter but you. My eyes are raised to the heights, Hashem. I have been oppressed. Be my guarantor. Be a guarantor to your servant for the good. Do not let the wicked oppress me. My eyes are worn out for your salvation and for the word of your righteousness. Deal with your servant in accordance with your loving kindness and teach me your laws. Treat me in accordance with your loving kindness. In accordance with your kindness, give me life and I will guard the testimony of your mouth.